Vanuit de hoofdstad van Limburg is dit RTV Maastricht. De stem van de stad altijd dichtbij. RTV Maastricht. Het is een bam bam. Het is een aan zo meer gaan. Het is een aantal van fashion. No? Tell me someone thing non seek ya understand. Who want thing non seek ya understand? What make them a talk me ambition? So what make them a talk me ambition? Come and say some of them ask me where me get it from. Tell some of them ask me where me get it from. I told them no no it's from creation. I told them no no it's from creation. Bam bam. Student Radio Maastricht. This is RTV Maastricht, 107.5 FM. Um, I'm Elena here hosting the show today uh, in uh, the studio with me, Zaki, our favorite tech. Hello, hello, don't, hello. Don't tell the other techs I said you're my favorite. I'm not going to. <laughs> They will never know. Uh, Crazy, our uh, newbie slash new host for today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. First timer. <laughs> Thank you. So today we're here to talk about uh, Caribbean music. Um, 
well, Caribbean music is a very broad uh, term, right? That entails mm -hmm. so many uh, subgenres and uh, so many dif different styles. So we're going to ask Kwesi about this because he's our Caribbean expert. So Kwesi, tell us a little bit about your background, your musical background. What makes you the Caribbean music expert for today? Okay, so I am the Caribbean expert because, yeah, I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from the Trinidad and Tobago, which is a twin island of the Caribbean coast. It's eight kilometers away from Venezuela. And yeah, I consider myself a Caribbean expert. I've been there all my life. And we have um, different genres of music, basically. So differently, different islands have different genres of music. It depends on which island you're from, and you'll be accustomed to that genre of music. Yeah, nice, interesting. And um, for example, well, we're going to talk more in depth about them, about the different genres. Mm -hmm. um, musically, uh, I, you were in a choir, right? Yes, yeah, you you have you have some <laughs> some musical uh, experience, mm -hmm. right? So you're uh, very, um, let's say, very close to the to the topic in yeah, general. Yeah. Uh, Zaki, do you have uh, any experience with uh, Caribbean music? Well, some uh, Philadelphia has like a fairly large community of people from the Caribbean. So like I've always heard the different styles of music, but I never really knew what they were. You know, they all just kind of were a blur of this is the music from the islands. I don't really know what the difference between reggae or soca and calypso and all of these things. So I'm really interested to learn more about like what are the different things that distinguish one genre from another. Okay. Yeah, I'm also really curious about that. I did a little bit of research and uh, I already discovered some some uh, new things about the, the music that I thought were really interesting. For example, we will talk about uh, chutney, which is a genre that is new to me. I didn't know that existed and uh, we will hear hear uh, some examples of each genre so yeah get ready for some to move move around your furniture in your house because you're gonna be moving around listening to these to these beats um i think we can maybe uh, jump to the first song uh, oh wait i wanted to actually uh, mention something about the previous uh, song we listened to uh, bam bam by sister nancy and uh, that's an anthem I think a lot of people know. Uh, it's very well known. Uh, but I just wanted to shout out to Sister Nancy, who uh, was the first uh, successful female dancehall DJ. So I think that's really cool. And I don't know. We stand a female icon. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And the next uh, song we're going to listen to is uh, Fire in Me Wire by Calypso Rose. Uh, do you want to tell us something about uh, Calypso Rose, maybe? Uh, Calypso Rose is actually from the Tobago Island, from my country. And she is almost in her 80s, actually. Oh. Yeah, and she's still very active in the Calypso scene. Mm. So she has more of some hits, maybe that you guys may be familiar with. Fire in Me Wire, Take Me Back to Africa. Uh, Kaiso, Leave Me Alone. These are just some of her hits. And one of her favorite hits, actually, or top hits, are Fire Me Why, which we're going to play soon. And she has won a French Grammy, actually, maybe like five or six years ago. Okay. So she is still in the game. Nice. That's really awesome. Yeah, I listened to the songs uh, before and I really like this one. So enjoy.
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. Uh, we are here talking today about Caribbean music uh, with Kwesi, our in-house Caribbean expert <laughs> and local. <laughs> so um, we just listened to uh, Fire In Me Wire by Calypso Rose. I love that song. It's definitely fire. Um, so Kwesi, tell us a little bit about uh, Calypso. Uh, you were saying earlier Calypso Rose is uh, 80 mm -hmm. or something, something like that. So this is a genre that has been going on already for a while. Tell us more about the origins and what what makes uh, Calypso. Where does it come from? Tell us. Okay, sure, no problem. Um, Calypso is actually a style of Afro-Caribbean music that originated in Trinidad and Tobago during the early 19th century. Um, it actually spread to the other Caribbean Antilles Islands and also to Venezuela. So if you go to certain parts of Venezuela, you can also hear a Calypso-style song. Um, actually, Calypso was originated by the slaves to make a mockery of the slave owners back in slavery. And also it was original in French patois. Hmm. So now, yeah, it's in English because of the whole coloniz colonization. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a way to deal with social issues within the country. So if you go to Trinidad and Tobago within the February period, you can also visit a Caribbean Calypso Monarch tent. You know, when you go there, you're going to expect a lot of toilet paper mm -hmm. because it's a sign of actually agreeing with the singer Oh. when they're speaking about something passionate. So they would speak about the injustice of the country, the Caribbean, the world, anything you can think about, you would find it in the Calypso. Women rights, you name it, and it's there. Okay, that's really nice. And uh, for example, we the song we just heard is very, uh, very happy, very, um, let's say, up, uplifting. Um, uh, when when you talk, when there's songs that talk about social issues, do they mm -hmm. have the same kind of... Um, attitude or does it change the vibe or is it always uh, happy even uh, because the reason why I'm asking this is I'm thinking for example about uh, Samba and uh, in Samba there's like some songs that sound happy but when you look at the lyrics they're actually pretty sad or nostalgic or something so the rhythm doesn't necessarily coincide with what the words are saying I don't know I wonder if maybe that's uh, like that in Calypso as well or no, in Calypso it's actually really, yeah, it's basically similar. So if you have something that's very passionate, very, you know, sad maybe, the beat is totally different. It's very like an extempo beat. Mm -hmm. So you don't really focus on the beat, but you focus on the lyrics of the song. Mm -hmm. So we have songs about poverty, songs about, you know, women cheating, lying, you name it and it's there. And yeah, the beat is definitely different. So if you ever look for extempo beat on Google, then you would see basically how this is... Um, portrayed yeah nice that's really interesting um i was wondering uh are there uh any special uh traditions uh, related to it mm -hmm. yeah so actually with um calypso we have something called dimash gras mm -hmm. which is like the thursday before our carnival season which you know dimash gras is actually in french and we have something called stick fighting and cambule. So this is where you also, it stems from slavery as well. So they all are interconnected in some way or the other. So when you go to Trinidad and Tobago during the carnival period, you can go to Port of Spain, which is the capital of Trinidad and Tobago, and you would see the stick fighting traditions and the cambule traditions as well. Okay, that's really nice. It's nice to to uh, to talk about this today because today is the 11th of the 11th, is the start of the carnival season here in Maastricht. And unfortunately, we cannot celebrate, 
but at least we can listen to some carnival, Caribbean carnival vibes. Yeah, um, was one thing I noticed that you mentioned before about how like how this 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 genre started in slavery, and this one thing I also think about like because you know the United States shared history of slavery as well, and I remember one thing that's interesting in the United States is that. At least when I listen to the music, at least, is that the rhythmic aspect of the music that is really very similar to a lot of African rhythms that were yeah. that came from Africa as well, which unfortunately didn't last in the United States because after because they had talking drums that they would use to communicate over long distances. That they had they, there were slave revolts, and now in the United States, uh, and so in the United States they ended up banning drums among slaves. Oh. So as a result of that, if you, hear, you can really hear the difference in how music from the Caribbean and other places and other parts of the Western Hemisphere maintained that rhythmic integrity that in the United States the black music didn't really hold on to as yeah. much yeah wow it's crazy like how this can impact the whole uh, musical identity you know because yeah as you said in other uh, places for example in the Caribbean or in Brazil you can definitely hear this uh, rhythmic base that's yeah. like that's the the bread and butter let's say you know that's the 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 base where it starts is the rhythm and i think yeah it's crazy how you know laws can even change a musical landscape but i think more than that it just shows how music reflects the history of a culture and of a people in general yeah I mean, like for me in high school, in schools in Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean, the teachers actually encourage you to write songs and calypso songs. And I remember when I was probably 14 or 15, I wrote a song because I was accustomed writing songs for other people. And this one year, I decided to write a song for myself. And I had such a huge um, stage fright. When I reached on the stage, I forgot everything. And up to this day, I still remember the song. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's really nice. I, I'm really enjoying this uh, so far. Um, so moving on a little bit from Calypso, because unfortunately we have a certain amount of time, so we can't uh, cover all the all the in in depth everything about all the genres, but we can mention it. So we are gonna talk about soca now. Uh, soca stems from uh, from calypso, right? But it's a bit more recent uh, yeah. kind of uh, genre. Is it also from uh, Trinidad? Yeah, it was actually invented from Trinidad as well. And the vent inventor of soca is actually Lord Shorty I. Mm -hmm. He is deceased now, rest in peace. And this was created in the 1970s. Soca is actually an acronym for Soul of Calypso. Oh. So that's where Soka comes from. That's where it gets its name. So it's a different beat, but it's more of a fast pace and slow. I don't know. It's like two different genres, basically. Mm -hmm. So we have the groovy Soka and we have the power Soka. The power Soka is where you break free, you know, enjoy yourself, sweaty yourself up and just get all the stress out of your system. And the groovy Soka is basically to basically dance with your friends, partner, enjoy yourself, a nice melodious evening. It's really calm compared to Power Soka. Okay, nice. I'm really curious. What, uh, we're going to listen to uh, Fast Wine by Michelle Montano. Mm -hmm. um, is this uh, Power Soka or gro Groovy? Fast Wine is actually a groovy song. Okay, yeah. nice. Awesome. And uh, yeah, let's jump right in. <laughs>
Welcome back to SRM. This is uh, 107.5 FM. We are here in the studio today grooving to some uh, Caribbean music. Quasi, our in-house expert, is telling us all about it. So we just listened to Fast Wine by Michelle Montano. That's an example of Soca. So you were telling us some interesting things about the artist, right? Mm -hmm. He was a, a prodigy. Tell us more. Yes, so Marshall Montano has actually been singing soca since he has been eight years old. And he is around 46 or 47 years of age right now. So that's a long time in the game. Yeah. And he is really renowned throughout the Caribbean and also parts of North America. He has a number of hits, um, including Fast Wine, One More Time, Drop It Like It's Hot, <laughs> which is a rendition to, you know, the regular Drop It Like It's Hot. Yeah. Um, he has won a lot of titles, including Groovy Soka Monarch, Road March, Power Soka Monarch, uh, just to name a few. So, because you were saying uh, he won a lot of titles, so there's uh, your Soka competitions, right? Definitely. So, how does that work? Tell us more. Okay, so basically, we have a Soka competition called Power Soka, um, Soka Monarch. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yes, yeah, Soka Monarch, and it's dividing into two categories. We have Groovy po Groovy Monarch and Power Soka Monarch. And this is held a Friday before Carnival Celebrations in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. And if you win this competition, you can win up to a million Trinidad and Tobago dollars. Wow. I'm not sure how much that is in euros. Sounds like a lot. Mm, <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, and you can, it's a big stage presentation. So you have limbo artists, you have Moko Jambis, you have steel drums. It's a big production. Think about Broadway, but a Caribbean vision of Broadway. That just sounds, for one song. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I would really like to witness that. So um, so it's one day. It uh, lasts the whole day or? It actually starts from 6 p.m. the Friday evening. Mm -hmm. And it can go on till 6, 7 a.m. the Saturday morning. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> really, that sounds really, really nice. I would like to go maybe one day. I miss that kind of party, honestly. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I think. I think most of us do. Even the people who didn't miss the parties at first, even they want a party now, I think. Maybe after this pandemic, we can uh, plan our uh, student radio trip to Trinidad. Ooh, that would be really nice, actually, I think. Oh, you should definitely go for the carnival experience. Yeah, nice. Um, but not to get off track of our uh, music uh, topic, even though we're dreaming, dreaming of the Caribbean now. Um, so another uh, genre that I wanted to learn more about is uh, chutney music. I think that's one of the genres that I was more uh, impressed, let's say, by because I never heard it before. And it's really, really unique. So tell us a little bit more about the origin. Okay, so tr chutney music is actually originated from Trinidad and Tobago as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, but this is part of the Indo-Caribbean community. So this is their contribution towards soca music and the music com um, industry in the Caribbean. Yeah, because I don't think many people know that there is such a big Indo-Caribbean uh, community. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So chutney music is actually a mixture of soca music and Indian music. So if you listen to chutney music, you can hear the melodies of Indian musical instruments. And it's actually more of a, I don't even know how to say it, but it's like a very a sweet call to love, to partying. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very melodious. And it is also a competition for chutney monarch as well. Okay, nice. Uh, also held on the same Friday. 
Oh wow! So oh. the whole uh, island is lit up. Yeah, <laughs> the whole island is a party. That's so nice. Yeah, it's really really cool. Um, also with chutney sukamunak, there's different variations of chutney. Mm-hmm. So there's a the social issue of chutney where you can sing about social issues, your love life, anything like that. And then there's a traditional chutney music that you hear around Diwali time. Okay, which is today, right? Which is actually today. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Hindu festival. Yep. So you. Basically, light the diyas, and you, if you're a Hindu, you participate in this. But it's not just basically for Hindus alone. Everyone celebrated basically, and it's a really cool tradition. So you hear a lot of Hindu music, a lot of Indian music, a lot of Chutney music as well today. Nice. That's really interesting. I think it's really nice that there's such a such a colorful uh, and mixed uh, musical land- landscape. And when we hear the song. Everyone will see that the the Indian influence is really clear, and uh, I just wanted to uh, before we move on to listening to the song. I wanted to you, we mentioned already uh, one of the most uh, important or iconic, let's say, uh, m- aspects of uh, Caribbean music, which is the the steel drum. Mm-hmm. So. Tell us a little bit more about the steel drum and uh, also what you were telling us earlier about uh, how it, it works in Trinidad and at school and things like that. Okay, so the steel drum is actually the national instrument of Trinidad and Tobago mm-hmm. and it was created by a Trinidadian in the 1980s and it's created from old steel drums, old oil drums actually. And when going to school in the Caribbean or in Trinidad and Tobago, you have the option of learning to play a musical instrument. However, unfortunately, I didn't choose to play the steel pan or learn how to play it. And you have um, options to play the steel pan, do limbo, um, do a mukojambi as well, which is on stilts, Mm -hmm. because that also originated from Trinidad and Tobago. And yeah, you just enjoy yourself and go along with the plan. Yeah, I think it's really nice that at school they teach this and that it's uh, traditional instruments. And I think that's that's really amazing because that we need to keep this, these things alive. I think yeah. you know. So it's really nice that it, this is part really of the yeah definitely of thing. the culture. Yeah, I think we're gonna move on and listen to this chutney. Um, we're gonna listen to. Uh, song that you're gonna uh, introduce <laughs> uh, for us. Okay, this song is called Indian Gyal by Drupati Ragunai. Enjoy! You didn't know how to pronounce the name? Indian Gyal Indian Gyal Come in. 
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We are here today talking about Caribbean music. We just heard uh, an example of chutney music, which was very catchy. That was Indian Gyal. Sorry, my pronunciation. <laughs> uh, uh, by Drupati. Um, yeah, my Italian accent doesn't help in this case. <laughs> But um, I thought that was really interesting. You could really hear the, the steel pan and you can also hear the Indian influence. I just think it's amazing to just hear this uh, interesting mix. It's, uh, it's really nice. I like the vibe. Yeah, so thank you for, for showing us. Uh, no problem. So we're going to talk about one really really iconic uh, genre from uh, the caribbean i think everyone knows this and specifically one artist from uh, this mm -hmm. i think so we're gonna talk about reggae so yes. tell us more about reggae actually reggae is a music genre that was originated in jamaica in the 1960s and it is popularized by of course bob marley yeah Fun fact, I share a birthday with Bob Marley. <laughs> but also, I realize that a lot of people, you know, say they know reggae, but it's actually um, a noting to other popular genres in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So when someone says reggae, they don't necessarily mean reggae. Maybe they mean dancehall or a different type of music in Jamaica. Yeah. Um, reggae is actually a blue beat music, mm -hmm. so which means it's very melodious in a sense that it makes you feel to just sway from left to right mm -hmm. um also it was popularized in by a trinidadian artist actually well what do you know <laughs> what do you know trinidad yeah. strikes again we strike again <laughs> um this artist actually migrated to canada where he basically popularized the music by toots and the miles mm. that's his musical group And he basically popularized the music by singing these songs, not knowing it was going to be a popular genre. Mm -hmm. And the first song was Do the Reggae. And that's where reggae got its name from. 
So it actually got its name from the song Do the Reggae. Okay, so then what does reggae mean? Reggae means well, there's no definition for reggae actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, it, you you can interpret it in your own particular way. Yeah. It's a music. It's a type of music that just makes you feel to you know smoke marijuana if I can say that. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. <laughs> yes. We're in the Netherlands. It's allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's tolerated. <laughs> yeah. So the popular trends back home when listening to reggae is to you know drink a beer, smoke your marijuana, Relax. and just chill yeah. on the beach, and just let your hair down and be stress-free nice i love that i i like reggae <laughs> <laughs> and i think even uh it it, it relaxes even uh, even non-smokers chill it out does. when they listen to reggae <laughs> yeah and uh well obviously bob marley is uh, the you know the icon mm -hmm. but there are so many it's it's so nice i think people should should uh, look into it more yeah he definitely did put reggae on the map yeah. globally And yeah, as you said, there are different artists um, in that sings reggae as well. And Bob Marley is just a poster boy for it. Yeah, exactly. He's the face. Yeah. The face. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, even for example, uh, Bob Marley's uh, children, uh, mm -hmm. like Damien Marley, I love, I love the music. I don't yeah. know. So I think it's really nice. Yay. A fun fact, actually. Do you know if you go to Jamaica, mm. you can actually turn Bob Marley's house into a museum? So the house where he lived in when he was alive, you can go and see everything as it was back then. Yeah, I think I, I think I went actually. Really? <laughs> but I was really small, so I don't remember it. But I, we went to to Jamaica and we visited. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, really nice. And from uh, uh, from reggae stems uh, dance hall, right? Yeah. So what's the difference between the two? Okay, so reggae is more of a chill type of vibe, mm -hmm. where dancehall is more a sexual type of song. Okay. So when you listen to dancehall and you go to a dancehall party, you are expected to leave with someone at the end of the night. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> are, are you here to just promote moving to Trinidad or are you just... I mean, <laughs> the door is open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. That really sounds really nice. Um, so, yeah, first we're going to listen to uh, a reggae song and then later on we're going to listen to the last song is going to be the dancehall one because we're going to leave people with uh, the right vibe, let's say. Um, but, yeah, are, are there any uh, important traditions or competitions in this, in this sense mm -hmm. or, or uh, does, um, that exist like with Soka or not? There isn't a competition per se, but every summer we have a reggae song fest in the Caribbean mm -hmm. where there's different um, reggae artists from different islands who come together and they portray a seven-day, I think it's seven-days reggae festival. Is that in Jamaica? It, it's in Jamaica, yeah. Okay, nice. So just picture seven days on a beach, listening to reggae nonstop, <laughs> eating local foods in Jamaica. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> okay, um, I think maybe we can uh, listen to the song. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to listen to Never Find by Jack Your. Yes. <laughs> Find 
Your friend said proceed with care But you see and feel the realness in me My love is meant to be Our friend said that you're not sincere Your friend said proceed with care You see and feel the realness in me Love is meant to be You'll never find No one in this lifetime To love you like I do So never mind Things that people say that Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We're here today talking about Caribbean. I really liked it. Thank you again, Kwesi, for doing this. Um, I wanted to ask you, what do you think all these uh, genres have in common? Apart from the fact that they obviously come from the same mm -hmm. uh, place. Like, I think all these genres have in common a sense of freedom a sense to make you feel relaxed and just to forget your troubles that you're probably experiencing from your day-to-day -day lives. And it's just a sense of, you know, being yourself. Yeah, that's really nice. And um, we were talking during uh, during the song break about mm -hmm. how uh, Caribbean music got exported uh, all around the world. Yeah, I mean, I think about, like, in the United States, you know, there's Drake released that album where a lot of it was very, very heavily influenced from, I guess, dental, I guess. But then there's also Rihanna work, which was, I think, would, would be categorized as dental, I think. I don't know for, for sure, yeah. because I'm still not... I mean, I know all the differences, but I'm like, thinking, like, okay, what's the most accurate term? But yeah, definitely dental. And so I find it interesting how the genre started somewhere and then just became more popular and spread and now so many more artists are also doing these things. But then you also mentioned how there are so many artists who are from the Caribbean and so yeah. they also export these art, these this form out, out elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean other than Rihanna from being from Barbados, we have Nicki Minaj who is one of the biggest rappers of all time <laughs> and also my favorite. She's also from Trinidad and Tobago. We have Foxy Brown who is from Trinidad and Tobago as well. We have Cardi B who is part Dominican and part Trinidadian as well. So a lot of Caribbean artists actually do migrate to the U.S. and popularize the genres of music in the Caribbean. Yeah. Also, is Sean Paul from Jamaica? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And fun fact, he's actually, um, I think he's Middle Eastern. Oh. But he was born in Jamaica. Okay, yeah. Because I never could place him somehow. Cause really? He's, he's just Sean Paul, you know. Yeah. He's just himself. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, definitely the, the music style is... Yeah. Uh, But I don't know if he was plagiarizing or if he, no, but no, no, he he's is from, from there. there. It's yeah. not. It's not appropriation. It's allowed. <laughs> okay, so I just googled Sean Paul, just you know, just to 
do every, just find out everything. So he has a lot of different influences. So his paternal grandfather was of Portuguese Jewish descent. Um, his father was from Portuguese Indo-Jamaican descent. His paternal grandmother was Afro-Jamaican. His mother is of English and Chinese Jamaican descent. So I think it really shows how the island really just became, like there's so many different cultures there. Yeah, and it's like, a melting yeah. pot. Yeah, I don't think anyone is particularly one race. I mean, for example, my grandmother is from Venezuela on one side. I have family from Tobago, Barbados, Jamaica. I have East Indian family members as well. So you can never get 100% of someone in the Caribbean. I think that's just part of this being in the Americas. I mean, like, for example, like most black people in the United States, I say, quote unquote, black, black I'm doing air quotes in the studio. You can't see this. Mm-hmm. We're listening in. But yeah, but most black people in the United States are really of 70% African descent on average about because you know there's been a lot of intermixing and Mm -hmm. things like that so not by choice but yeah yeah but it just really but I think it's very interesting particularly when I look at at that is music and music and culture from the islands because that's where you really, really, really see the melding together of these things. Like, for example, I think of, like, back home in Philadelphia, there's a place where they have Trinidad roti. Roti yeah. being a flatbread that comes from the, from, from, the, um, from the Indian subcontinent, and then there's also the curries that are made, which are very much, very much Indian, but then there's everything, like rice and bees, which come from Africa and things like that, and so it's just all these different, mixed, all these different things mixed together, and I think that's something that, particularly when you listen to the music, like, chutney music is something that I had never been exposed to before, but then I was like, Ah, you can really see the history of the history of migration from East India to the West Indies. Yeah, yeah, that's why I really thought Chutney was a, a crazy, crazy, awesome example. You know, because because of how you can really you can really hear it. Not always. Sometimes it's more like oh, only the connoisseurs can hear the influence somehow. You know, but that's really, um, it's really let's say not obvious i mean it's obvious but i wanted to use a better word but it's really um clear you know so i think that's really nice and yeah i love that and a quick fact about chutney Mm -hmm. it's not also um it's also a music genre and a delicacy so if you take any fruit or vegetable and you make it into grate it into a puree yeah, and you season it with salt and pepper and whatnot. That's also called a chutney. Yeah, I had mango mango chutney. Exactly, that's the classic. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I must say, I much prefer the music to the food. Yeah, oh, you know, oh, no, no, no. I love both. Yeah. Oh well, we know that uh, <clears throat> Zaki, you're uh, the musical uh, musical oriented of of, our, of us here today. No, I do like food as well, but <laughs> chutney has just never really been my thing. It's yeah. not my favorite condiment of all things. No, I don't think you had the right person to make chutney for you. That's what happened. <laughs> like if that means that you need to make, make chutney for me at one point, then. Well, maybe. Who knows? Sounds good. I'm going to be there too. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have another Indian night by my place and <laughs> you guys can come over. Nice. Yay. Okay. Um, well... I don't know if there's anything else uh, would you that you would like to add uh, or any specific recommendations of uh, things that people could check out. For songs, um, other than Bob Marley, I think you should definitely check out Jack Yo. Mm-hmm. You can check out... Um, oh, you can check out Jack Yo. I'm forgetting the name right now. But also Alison Hines as well, Fasoka, Destragasia. Mm-hmm. Marshall Montano, Drupati Ragunai, Ricky Jai. These are some artists that you can check out. They have a playlist on Spotify where you can play all night long. And just to get to familiarize yourself with the genres of music. Nice. Thank you. 
Okay, so I think we're going to move on to our uh, little cultural agenda for the hour. And uh, then we're going to listen to the last song and we will see the public again in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Well, we will. they will hear us. We won't see anyone. Um, so basically the cultural agenda for this week, obviously Corona is still going on, if you forgot. Um, so... Uh, right now, uh, I wanted to say about study buddies. If some of you know, study buddies is a study session that happens on Mondays and Thursdays, and usually it would be in person. But right now, study buddies is happening online. So if you need some support with um, organization, or if you need just to be, let's say, around someone to study, join study buddies, even if it's online. Katinka will be there to take care of you, motivate you, keep you on track. And uh, since we are talking uh, Caribbean, I wanted to mention one event from ACMUS, the uh, African Caribbean Maastricht University Society. They are having this Saturday their first um, book club uh, meeting. It's ACMUS and uh, BLM, so check it out on their pages and join the book club meeting that's i think that's really nice if you have time uh and another uh, event that is happening online again <laughs> is on sunday there's a creative dance workshop called creativity vaccine which is an interesting name given the times <laughs> and it's by uh, girl gone international so if you want to check that out uh, on sunday that's happening so check check it out and um yeah i wanted to conclude this hour by thanking you again crazy for your expertise on uh, caribbean music and we are gonna listen to i've got your man by lady saw Mm-hmm. And this is a really dope song, I think. I just want to point out that like, I'm looking at the, at the at the song on Spotify, and it's from the album called Striptease. So I'm accept I'm expecting Lady Saw to just like sing by just sing by the title of both the song and the album. I feel like it's going to be very uh, not necessarily not necessarily it's shady gonna be vulgar. per se. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be vulgar. This is definitely dancehall. Yeah, this is yeah. definitely <laughs> uh, 90s dancehall. Okay. Um, Lady Saw is actually the most popular female dancehall artist um, that comes out from Jamaica. Okay. And, you know, she has turned around her life, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So now she serves um, Christ. Oh. And she doesn't sing dancehall anymore. Oh, no. But if you go to one of her um, Christian songs, yeah, there's the only difference is the words. Yeah, it's the same vibe, the vibe same is still beat. Is the still same. There. <laughs> I'm sorry, there is nothing funnier to me than when someone who previously makes really, really vulgar music suddenly finds God. Yeah, that that, that just never ceases to amuse me. Yeah, I mean, I also it's I, way too much. I think she said uh, another artist died some years ago. And she went to the funeral and, you know, she said that God spoke to her to change around her life mm-hmm. because she can't have any children. So she's, you know, she's like in this dark, depressed place. And now she serves the Lord, but in a dancehall fashion. That's nice. That's nice. Well, we will hear from her dark days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, her best days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah. Lady Saw, I've got your man. Yep, from the album Strip Tease. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't turn your mind. You're calling a hang up. I'm not into that. You want me to tell you something? Let me tell you something. 
Your man, he told me that he's tired of the shit you got. He took one hit and said, my dish keeps him coming back. He likes it tight and said, your shit is just a little slack. Girls, don't get mad at me, I'm only telling you the fact. I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. You may think he is coming back to you, but I doubt it. Don't make no sense, you even call him and try to work out it. Cause I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. He told me you don't give him room nor give him breathing space. And when he's out with friends, you call and get upon his case. He wants a girl that's down and cool, not all up in his face. That's why I'm here with him, cause I'm about to take your place. I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. You may think he is coming back to you, but I doubt it. Don't make no sense, you even call him and try to work out it. Cause I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. This is a lesson you feel listen and you learn. Take care of your man or else you lose for your turn. Respect your man and then your respect return. Listen lady son, you might not get burned. Notice when him not come home on time. I pass him call you to give him a good wine. Rub down his belly and tickle up his spine. You might take a next girl off of him mind. But I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. You may think he is coming back to you but I doubt it. Don't make no sense, you even call him and try to work out it. Cause I've got your man and you can't do anything about it. Your man, he told me that he's tired of the shit you got. He took one hit and said, my dish keeps him coming back. He likes it tight and said, your shit is just a little slack. Girls, don't get mad at me, I'm only telling you the fact. I've got your man and you can't do anything about it You may think he is coming back to you but I doubt it Don't make no sense you even call him and try to work out it Cause I've got your man and you can't do anything about it I've got your man and you can't do anything about it You may think he is coming back to you but Cause I've got your man and you can't do anything about it.